It's the big bark with the latest of the canines. The big bark, all the doggiest of headlines. With your host, Dara, Millie, Roxy, and Bruno. They're the kind of dogs that you know. It's time to talk about health, nutrition, training. Talk with canine professionals, owners, and dogs. It's the big bark, the big bark, all the canine stories for you. And a big welcome to the Big Bear Podcast, brought to you by Dogs.ie. I'm your host, Daryl Burke, and as always, I'm joined by my three delightful canine co-hosts. That would be Bruno, our wonderful brother, Minnie, our wise and golden, wonderful golden Labrador, and of course, Roxy, the little, I suppose, the little bald puppy, who always gets up to mischief but is just so 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 lovable and we are joined as always by those three here today so what have we got coming up it's a short show today guys it's a very short show because we have our big spectacular coming this sunday which is all i work for christmas and that will also be up next week as one of our episodes for next week uh, we're talking a bit about Christmas today because we have Samantha Rawson joining us very shortly and Samantha is going to be uh, telling us all about how to prep your dog from a, I suppose, behaviour <coughs> and training point of view, how to prep your dog for Christmas and what things that you need to look out for. I'll be talking a bit about all I worth for Christmas a bit later on and... Oh, excuse me. I'm about to come down with a cough. And we will be giving you an insight as to what's coming up on that and talking a bit more about her calendars as well later on. So all that to come on the show today uh, brought to you, as I said, by Dogstar.ie. So here's a word from our sponsors. We found our dog Roxy on Dogstar.ie. And when the people from Dogstar.ie learned about that, they asked me to share my experience. Using Dogs.ie is so straightforward. We were able to navigate the site and filter by our chosen breed, which for us was always going to be a golden Labrador. We knew we wanted a girl and we were able to find a wonderful breeder in Tipperary who we still stay in contact with and share regular updates about Roxy. And they always look forward to these updates. We found a breeder so helpful and pleasant to deal with and we spent over three hours in Tipperary playing with Roxy and the other puppies and we knew... For me and Roxy's parents and the breeder and our family, and these dogs were so well looked after. Roxy was quite nervous on her journey home, but Jen and I made it super relaxing and she curled up in Jen's lap all the way home. She slept slowly that night in her bed that we had got for her, and I even took the next day off to get a head start on the training. Everything on Dogs Are is super safe. They offer so many tips for prospective new owners and they really have the dog's welfare at heart. We also checked out the helpful ebook, which I highly recommend and you can find at dogs.ie forward slash book. Along with the contract template, which dogs.ie provide, it's super helpful in knowing the legal stuff you need to be aware of and you can find that on dogs.ie forward slash contract. Dogs.ie have just launched a new puppy pack and more info can be found on dogs.ie forward slash gifts. And that's a word from our sponsor today, dogs.ie. If you're looking for a puppy this Christmas. Now, uh, first of all, first and foremost, we do not recommend anybody getting a puppy for Christmas. 
Uh, you might have your children say to you, oh, mommy, daddy, I want a puppy for Christmas. Well, tell that little brat of yours that if they really want a puppy, uh, don't get one for Christmas because a dog is for life, not just for Christmas. And that little brat who insists on wanting a dog for Christmas will probably, after two or three hours, once the dog starts, once the puppy starts pooping in the house and biting them or whatever, play biting with them, that little child is going to be like just get rid of it they won't want it at all look we've seen it before we see it every year uh rescues have been inundated with uh dogs being dropped off right after christmas so first and foremost uh obviously while we do recommend our sponsors coming up to this time of year at christmas we recommend that you adopt your own shop and also, you don't get a dog for Christmas because a dog is not for Christmas. It's for life. So there are a lot of things that you need to consider when you are getting a dog. Um, getting one for Christmas is just a really, really stupid thing to do. So don't listen to your children who want that puppy for Christmas. Uh, get them a PlayStation. Get them some other show and said that they'll actually play with and won't get bored of it after two hours. Because, look, I've seen it time and time again. Kids get tired of dogs that they claim that they want for Christmas. And, okay, there's an exception of some kids that will love their dog and will actually look after the dog and give her a great home and fair play to those people. But, again, we do not recommend that you get a dog for Christmas because it is the most trooper idea that you can do. Speaking of Christmas, we'll be talking with Samantha Rawson in just a few minutes there now. But what we are doing ourselves here on this Sunday coming, we have all I woof for Christmas. And that means that Santa's bell is ringing here. Do you hear Santa's bell? And Roxy is about to come running to me because she hears the bell and she thinks it's dinner time. And here's Roxy. Hello, Roxy. And Roxy actually went to, or uh, Roxy is going to see Santa uh, tomorrow afternoon. Uh down in Maxi Zoo, who are one of the sponsors of our prizes here. And Roxy has just come up to give me loads of kisses here. Roxy always comes to give me loads of kisses, don't you, Roxy? Yeah. Roxy spends most of her day with me. Some days she goes out uh, out to my dad and spends some time with him as well. And now she's trying to eat the microphone. You cannot eat the microphone. So you may have heard that bang there, folks, and that was Roxy uh, demolishing the entire place. Good girl, Roxy. You really do like to demolish everything on me, don't you, you little rug? And yes, I did say we got Roxy of Dogs.ie, and Roxy has turned into such a beautiful, beautiful puppy. And Roxy is going to start giving out to me now, because her sassy's on for her. She says she's going to get sassies, and she's not happy that she's not getting them. But yeah, anyway, uh, all over for Christmas. Coming this Sunday, we have a raffle. We have live music from two great artists. Uh, we have Christine Fermo and we have, who else have we? We have uh, Chris, I think. We have someone called Chris on as well from South Africa. So we have Christine Fermo who'll be doing a couple of songs and we have Chris as well. So they'll be doing their music for us. And that is coming this Sunday. And well, yeah. Uh, there's a raffle, there's reviews of toys, and there are special guests such as Dr. Ashley Bugler, who'll be joining us instead of joining us today. Ashley is joining us live on All I Will for Christmas on Sunday. So, 
lots to come lots to come be sure as well get your calendars get your calendars ordered there's only a handful left and they will be gone very very soon once they're gone folks they're gone and i will not be ordering any more for my printers because i don't want to be left with a crap load of them like last year so because well that will cost the charities like some of their fundraising as well Obviously, that would have to go to the printers, so we'd be left with a bit of a loss on those like we were last year. So let's hope that doesn't happen again this year. Uh, now, anyway, uh, up next, we have Samantha Rawson from the K9 College, who is going to be joining us and chatting to us right after this about getting your doggy prepped for Christmas. Clever Canines on the Big Bark is brought to you by the Canine College, run by champion dog trainer Samantha Rawson, a regular contributor to RT Radio and Television. Samantha is a certified canine behaviour consultant and with 30 years experience in the field, she has the knowledge and understanding to help any dog. Our services include individual dog training from basic to competition standards, assessments and behaviour consultations. The Canine College is set on five acres with a secure paddock and an indoor classroom. See thecaninecollege.ie or find us on Facebook for more information. And we're talking all things Christmas today. And we have Samantha Rawson from the Canine College back on with us today to chat all about prepping your dog and for Christmas and I suppose Christmas, New Year season, all the toxic items there are lying around with all the people coming and going. It's a, it's a kind of a season where your dog can be, I suppose, quite nervous around with a lot of people. So, Samantha, welcome back to the show, first of all. Hi, Dara. Okay, so we're talking about Christmas today, Samantha. And okay. we're, we're looking, I suppose, like, just so much kind of to, to talk about. Uh, like, obviously, you have all, like, the toxic foods, the decorations, the trees, the lights... And how to, I suppose, protect your dogs from those. And then you have all the people coming and going, like I said, as well. So what we what we want to find out there, what are your top tips for the festive season? Okay, I suppose um, the bad news is, is that Christmas is toxic for dogs. Nearly everything is toxic for dogs. You know, from passatia plants to, um, to the baubles to... Um, you know, uh, the Christmas cake with raisins and, and currants and sultanas and, some, and stuff in it. You can you might as well say nearly everything to do with Christmas is toxic for dogs. The good news is that if you have a puppy, and I say a puppy maybe under three months, four months, it's a great time to socialise a puppy. With all those people coming and going, it's a great time to socialise a puppy. A confident puppy, not a nervous puppy. We're just presuming that the, the puppy is outgoing and confident. Um. But I suppose my top tips would be keep your dog away from the hall door or or the main entry point where people come into the house um, uh, because your guests are going to be doggy aware and um, aren't going to remember to close the gate or, you know, close the, the, the front door as they come in. So I would keep the dog away from that area. So, you know, keep it in the back kitchen or keep it in the backyard. Keep it just as far away from that main entry point as you can. If that's not possible, so whatever your home setup is and that's not possible, then keep the dog on a lead. So have the dog on the lead as you open the door. Um, uh, sometimes it's it can be beneficial to leave a trailing line on, on a puppy, especially that God forbid the dog gets out. You have some chance of standing on a line or grabbing 
a line or a training lead, God forbid the dog gets out. Um, I suppose also then make sure the dog is um, identity uh, tagged and microchipped and have your name and phone number on the tag. So many people, Dara, think my dog is more I could need to put a collar and disc on it. You do, and it just saves so much hassle if you find a dog that I can just look at the disc and phone the phone number rather than trying to get somebody to scan the dog to see if it's chipped in its details and all the rest of it. And usually, in an awful lot of cases, the microchip details aren't actually updated anyway, um, whereas the phone number usually is. Um, so your dog must have an ID, disc, an ID disc and uh, phone number, your name and phone number on it. Um, but I suppose tip number three would be um, I wouldn't let puppies or young dogs see me decorate the tree. Dogs are incredibly curious animals. And if they watch you put things on a tree, they will want to investigate what you've hung up on this tree. So if you have the time, I would bring in the tree, set it up, you know, don't decorate it, even a false tree. Just leave it there for a couple of days and let the dog get used to its presence. So then when the dog has got used to its presence, then maybe decorate it, um, you know, and maybe put a few decorations on it and do it by degree. So if you can decorate the tree over a few days, um, just let the dog get used to the, the new kind of um, stimuli, if you like, around the room and around the house. But if you allow the dog to watch you do everything, it will then want to go and investigate all the decorations and the baubles. So either don't let the dog, you know, see you decorate the tree. And once you've decorated the tree, do it in stages. Let the dog then maybe come in on a lead so it gets used to or acclimatizes to this new presence of a tree and the smell and all the visual stimuli that go with it. Um, but keep it on a lead or else maybe put an old uh, fire guard around the tree so the, the dog can't get to the tree. Um, but uh, just be be very careful because if a dog eats a bauble or eats a bit of tinsel, it could be extremely dangerous. And as a colleague of mine once said, the vets are also entitled to their Christmas. So nobody wants to be ringing a vet over the Christmas period because your dog or your animal or your cat or whatever is sick and needs veterinary attention you know vets are very hard-working people and they are also entitled to their own christmas so um try and keep your dog safe so you're, you're not making that emergency call absolutely and i suppose like even one thing that especially at this time of year like i was just really looking there at the temperature on my phone and it's down to minus one degree already and it's only mm. it's only 25 to 8 here this evening and yeah, yeah. It, it's one of those things that you come across a lot at this time of year with the ice and everything is antifreeze. Now that's obviously something that you yeah. really yeah, have to keep have to keep our dogs uh our yeah. dogs reach. What can you tell us more about like things like that, Samantha, that will be around the home at this time of year? It, well, all the cooking, all the cooking stuff, as I say, to do with with the Christmas cake, um, are are toxic. Santanas, sultanas, raisins, uh, garlic, onions, uh, chocolate, obviously. Alcohol. Now, the thing about alcohol, Dara, is yes, alcohol is obviously toxic to the dog, but the person who's consumed the alcohol is also toxic to the dog because their behavior changes around the dog. And they might be a little bit complacent and a little bit tipsy and go and say hello to a dog that they don't know. Uh, and the dog is kind of lying on its bed or minding its own business. 
and some stranger with a bit of alcohol on board goes and says hello, doesn't read the dog signals that it doesn't want to interact and then maybe get bitten. So my big warning would be do not let people who've had a drink or two engage with your dog. It's not fair on the dog because the dogs can't read the body language because it's all skewed because the person is they smell different. They sound different. They're moving differently. So even though this might be a person that the dog knows when they're sober, they certainly don't recognize them when they're drunk. Um, so that's a really, really important thing to remember. An awful lot of people that are familiar to a dog are bitten because they've had a drink on board. So please do not let anybody who's, you know, a little bit merry over the Christmas season to go anywhere near your dog. So I would keep my dog in the bedroom. I would keep it anywhere where I think my guests won't get to it. Um, so leaving a dog in your bedroom over the Christmas period or, you know, a room that they wouldn't normally be allowed into. Um, rules don't apply at Christmas or Halloween or any time there's potential danger or fear around dogs. <clears throat> Excuse me, the rules don't apply. Um, so so just be mindful of people who've had a drink or two and are enjoying the merry season. And you mentioned there about having like a space. How important mm-hmm. is it, to, like just in general, to have that safe space, a place that your dog can go to? To me, it's the number one rule, Dara. I talk about this all the time because it just keeps the dog safe and it prevents so many issues and so many behavior problems. Um, it just is really, really, really important for a dog to have a safe space within the home that you can get on with your life knowing your dog is safe and the dog knows it's safe within this area, within the home. So, you know, like that, there can be lots of comings and goings. The dog is in his crate or he's behind his little baby gate and he knows he's quite safe, that nobody will disturb him. And you can relax knowing that your dog is physically safe and won't get out the door or, you know, drunk Uncle Peter won't, you know, disturb my dog or, or annoy him. Um, so that's my number one issue with everything I discuss around dogs. Having a safe designated space within the home is absolutely number one in my book. Completely agree. And I, I suppose it's one other thing that's become very popular in recent years. And I see it in, I see Maxi Zoo in Limerick uh, and actually all the stores are doing a Santa Paws Day on Saturday night of December. Like, mm-hmm. how can that, that can be very, I suppose, traumatizing for some dogs who are not used to people. And especially put on like the likes of these Christmas jumpers on dogs. Oh that, God! That oh, that God. can be. And I I think some of them look absolutely hideous. But yeah, um, it, it it's also traumatizing for the dog if they're not used to that. Yeah, absolutely. No, yeah, you've made a very important point, Dara. Um, I really, really rue the humanization of dogs. Dogs are dogs. They are a species to themselves. They belong to the canid group of animals. Um, they have no desire to be dressed up. Now, some dogs, they say, enjoy the extra attention, but they are very few and far between. Um, and putting clothes on a dog is such a projection of human desire. Um, and to me, it really demonstrates a lack of respect for the animal uh, to the point that I, if I'm asked to judge a dog show and there is a, a best dressed dog in the dog show, I will not judge the dog show. That's how, how seriously I, I viewed the subject. Um, And you're absolutely right. Taking a dog 
out to like a Santa Paws day that maybe is a little bit shy. I would describe dogs as, as introverts and extroverts. So not all dogs, even though they're social animals, not all dogs are confident enough to be put in that kind of very busy um, social setting. And you've really got to be able to read your dog. I, I know um, in, in one of our episodes, we're going to discuss body language. So maybe we'll, we'll discuss that uh, on the next chat. But to be able to watch your dog's body language, like where are its ears? Where is its tail? You know, does it look happy? If a dog's tail is back, you know, under its bum, if its ears are back, if it's if it's turning its head away, if it's looking a little bit reluctant, it's not a happy dog. Um, so please read your dog's body language and respect what it's going to tell you. And please put it in the place that feels uncomfortable because dogs like that eventually bite. It's not listened to. No dog wants to bite. A bite is a last resort when it comes to, to dog behavior. So a dog that bites is a dog that is literally at the end of its tether and has not been listened to. Okay, and that's some fantastic advice again there, Samantha. And we'll leave it at for today. And thank you ever so much for joining me on the Big Back today. And we'll talk to you on the next episode. Thanks, Clever Dara. Canines on the Big Bark is brought to you by the Canine College, run by champion dog trainer Samantha Rawson, a regular contributor to RT Radio and Television. Samantha is a certified canine behaviour consultant and with 30 years experience in the field, she has the knowledge and understanding to help any dog. Our services include individual dog training from basic to competition standards, assessments and behaviour consultations. The Canine College is set on five acres with a secure paddock and an indoor classroom. See the caninecollege.ie or find us on Facebook for more information. Okay, and a big thanks again to Samantha Rawson. And Samantha will be back for one last episode next week. We will have one more episode then just after Christmas as well. And Samantha will be joining for that as well. So she will be joining us for those two episodes to come. And yeah, uh, that's actually pretty much all we have time for today. Uh, there's nothing really else to talk about today because we have a big extravaganza all over for Christmas. It's coming this Sunday. So, what we do ask is that you continue to buy the calendars that you you keep on buying calendars. You keep donating. You buy the raffle tickets. You enter the raffle. You do whatever you can to support our amazing, amazing cause for DSPCA and the Haven Rescue. And that's actually really all we have time for this evening. So, thanks again to Samantha Awesome for joining me this evening. Thanks to our sponsors, Dogs Are be sure to follow us on Instagram, on Facebook, on YouTube, or on Twitter, on uh, YouTube, on TikTok. We're on everything. And we will be streaming on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, our website, SantaPosta.TheBigBart.ie. All coming this Sunday at around 5pm. All coming live from Balneheat in County Limerick. And we'll be doing our raffle then as well. So best of luck to everyone in the raffle. And let's hope that everybody has a great weekend. And myself and Roxy are off to see Santa. All the best, guys. Let's see. Hold on now. I'm trying to figure out how to... There we go. Got that off there now. And okay, that's it, guys. All the best. Have a great week.
It's the big bark with the latest of the canines. The big bark, all the doggiest of headlines. With your host, Dara, Millie, Roxy, and Bruno. They're the kind of dogs that you know. It's time to talk about health, nutrition, training. Talk with canine professionals, owners, and dogs. It's the big 